I'd like to welcome y'all to Secrets from the South. I'm your friend, Scotty Ray, along with my co-host, Terry. Now, you'll quickly catch on that we don't sound like the man on the 6 o'clock news. We talk a little slower, and we've got a southern drawl. But nonetheless, we've got a great podcast lined up just for you. We'll bring you some interesting stories. They're sometimes crazy and a little unbelievable. But it would be just plain impolite not to share them. So get yourself comfortable. Find some southern charm and a glass of iced tea and enjoy. Well, this week I had to break away from home and head to town to buy myself a new lucky ball cap. Mine had finally bit the dust and I needed another one. Well, I'm standing in line doing my 18 feet of social distancing to buy the ball cap when all of a sudden I'm trapped. I can't control the radio that's playing on above my head. Well, I just happened to recognize it. The only song I know by the guy, Stevie Wonder, very superstitious. And it clicked about right then. Well, it's the new year and everybody has superstitions that they do to make the good year good. So sit back. You'll enjoy this week's episode title, Southern Superstitions. So, Scotty, it's safe to say that 2020 is in the books, and I think it's safe to say a big hallelujah. Well, we think it's a hallelujah. We don't know what's fixing to happen now because, you know, you keep reading all this stuff about the coronavirus mutating and becoming worse. Have you seen all this stuff? I have, but there's a vaccine, so I'm going to go with... Well, the see, fact that 2021 has got to be better. Well, what I read was that vaccine ain't going to phase this new thread of it that's come out. So that makes me go, oh, my gosh. So we're hoping for a great year. Well, now you got me all depressed. But let's go on with the fact that <laughs> it's going to be a good year. Okay. And we're coming off of this and we're coming off of New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. Right. Did you shoot your fireworks? I did. How about you? Yeah, I got a few. We didn't spend a whole lot this year, but we got a few there. Yeah, well, we have to do that. But And then part of that tradition or superstition, as we like to call it, Southern tradition, superstitions, is you got to have, what have you got to have for lunch on New Year's Day? Oh, well, the first thing is black-eyed peas. Right, and I don't know that a lot of people understand why we eat what we eat on New Year's Day. So you got to have something green, and as we usually say, you got to have your collard greens or your turnip greens a lot of people in the south like to eat cabbage or whatever else well green is for money yes black-eyed peas is for health now i don't know if y'all do it this way at your house over the peas but the black-eyed peas is supposed to bring good luck do you eat count them out no do you count them out to 365 no. This, what the old superstition says that you need to eat one for each day. Now, I've never done that. I've just dug. And maybe that's what my problem has been, Terry, all along, and I just didn't know. I know my parents used to, and I, I think my mom, for, the, for all I know, still does. You boil a dime. Now, why they chose a dime, I can't say, but this is an old superstition that was passed down to them. And then you put it in the black-eyed peas, and it's kind of like getting a king cake with the baby in it. If you get the king cake with the baby in it, you're supposed to have good luck. I've heard that. Same thing with the black-eyed peas. And but you use a dime? A dime. I mean, some people use, I can use whatever else. But And you go to other homes, and they don't even put uh, money I'm thinking we need to put a quarter up in there. I'll be an eight that thing. Uh, well, I know. I know. And you do bring up a good point. Maybe we've had to take a couple people to the hospital, and I just wasn't aware of it. But... You know, we do have some crazy things 
that are superstitions that we have everywhere all over the world and then we have our own share right here in the south okay speaking of new year's day what are a few other things that if you're in the south that we truly believe you're not supposed to do on new year's day well you're not supposed to wash clothes and who would have ever thought i think a woman come up with that idea i really do a smart woman (laughs) now also they say don't clean your house on that day also because what is the the reason for that because it'll uh, it'll sweep away your good luck for the year if you do it Well, there's probably a a lot of women out there that, like you say, are pretty happy about that. But if you're OCD, you want a clean house and you want to be washing clothes. Now, explain to me the other one that pops in here about your first guest that comes to your house of the new year. Well, the saying is that your first guest will will signify the year for your household. So for good luck, you want your first guest to be tall, dark and handsome. Okay. So, if it's somebody ugly, <laughs> you have ugly that, grandkids that pulls up, you better act like you're not there. You Don't better answer. not let them in your house. They need to be good looking so that you can have good luck for the rest of the year. That's a good point. So, what are some other things that we think of, like Southern things, like you've always heard about? And this may be something that is just. It's widely known up north as it is in the south. One of them is don't step on the crack. That'll break your mama's back. Exactly. I I don't know how that that ever came to be. All school kids used to do that. Oh, absolutely. You never wanted to step on a crack. Well, you know, and the next thing that comes in, and, you know, I do this to this day because it was passed on to me, and it's probably stupid, but I still do it, the black cat thing. Now, it's customary in the south if a black cat crosses your path, you're driving. There's two things you can do. You can put an X on your windshield or you turn around your hat backwards until you get to the next turn. And after you make your turn, you can switch your hat back. Now, do you actually do that? I do actually do that. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and fess up to okay, it. Okay. Now, I thought that, and I may have them crisscross, but I thought if a cat crosses the road from right, no, from left to right, it's bad luck. If they cross from right to left, it's actually good luck. See, we've had so much bad luck. We just saw a cat and thought, oh. Yeah, I know. Well, we've had our share of bad luck, like I but said, you know, for 2020. Uh, there's a lot of people that have black cats as a pet. Uh, and what goes on there? I guess they have to overlook it. <laughs> it's something to think about. But, you know, for years I've done my hat backwards like that. Now, I, I don't know whether there's any truth to it. Now, how many times have you walked up to a home, and especially in the south, and you walk up on the porch and you look up, and the ceiling is blue. I've seen that. Yeah. Do you know what that means, Terry? To ward off ghosts? That's it. To keep evil spirits from entering the home. Now, also, another thing, which we wouldn't do, is paint the trees halfway up white. You've seen that in the South, haven't you? I have. I did not know. I thought that was just some decorative thing. No, is... that's, that's to keep the haints out. Really? Now, also, do you remember the old tires buried halfway in the yard? I do. Same thing. That's I did not to know them. that. I thought, again, that was somebody that took what they had that was at their disposal, was old tires around, and thought they would make this. You know, because a lot of times they would kind of line the driveway with it. That's correct. Now, they were very superstitious when you go to the tire thing. And if you if you come to the south and see that, that's what and it's still out there now. You see it all the time. Now. This one, I, did, I was not aware of. I don't see it as much nowadays, but mirrors on a porch, that's also supposed to keep the haint or the devil away from your home. 
I had not heard of that, but what I had heard of, like through my great-grandmother, was that if somebody died, you covered all of the mirrors. Now, I've heard that, too. And so, has your family done that? You know, I have not witnessed that, but I've heard her talk about that. Because it, uh, it's supposed to be to, to where they won't get lost is what it is. Now, they say putting the mirror out front is if the devil comes to your home, that he'll stand there and look at himself because the devil thinks he's the most handsome person in the world. And he has to go back to hell by daylight. So if you put the mirror there, he's occupied all night and will not enter your home is why it's there. Does that make sense? Yes, and I'm surprised we don't have more mirrors sitting out there. If we got <laughs> tires sitting there, we ought to have mirrors sitting outside. All I'm thinking of is Mac Davis. Oh, Lord, it's hard to be humble. <laughs> well, and here's one that says, wash your hair in the first rain of May to make it grow faster. So I need to go wall around in the next mud hole in May is what you're telling me. Well, and, and here's an odd one. Finding a spider on your wedding dress is the best omen a bride can get what what does it do for her, though i, I mean, i'm not sure that I, I get that one i don't know but i like can tell good you luck this. to her marriage i guess so i mean i guess that means you've got good fortune ahead but who does not go berserk when they find a spider on them even a oh, yeah. grown man my husband found a spider or thought he had a spider on him or a cobweb or something like that. And you go swatting, don't you? Oh, he squealed like a baby. So you, he squealed like a girl? He did. <laughs> so I don't know. And, you know, most women are petrified of spiders. So to find one on a dress, and that be a southern superstition that that's good luck, I guess that's a good thing, because most of them are going to go crazy. Let me jar your memory a second. Okay. Do you remember the episode of Andy Griffith where they the Darlins come to town, and they want to marry her off to Andy? Charlene Darlin <laughs> and Andy, and the Darlins want Andy to marry Charlene. And I can't remember. It was something like they were standing there, and an owl hooted or something, and it was a sign that she had to marry the next man that she saw, and there was Andy. And she already had an affection for Andy anyway. Oh, yeah. You know, in every episode, she's always, you know, ooing and gooing over Andy. But they're so superstitious, and these are like mountain folk. Ooh, they're deep from the mountains of Darlings. Oh, were. they are. And so, you know, they end up, the only way that Andy gets out of this marriage is because he reads up on the superstitions. <laughs> and one of them is, and you know it. Oh, yeah, the white horse. The white horse and the black rider. Yeah. And they have to, the horse has to go east to west. And they went from him like he had a disease. If you remember that, they just parted the water. And Andy's like breathing a sigh of relief because he's like, these folks live by these superstitions. And the crazy thing is, you found some information that there truly are people in the south, in the mountains, that would live by these ridiculous superstitions. Yeah, this code of life. And some of this, I don't, you couldn't, there's a, you couldn't get much done because if you followed all these rules, it, because bad luck was everywhere. And, and on top of that, you had hard times anyway. Yeah. And you throw in superstition. Woo. All right. Let's, let's give an example here, okay. Terry. Okay. Say that a woman is starting upon a trip somewhere to run an errand. If the person that she runs into is a woman that she meets first, she should turn around and go back home at once. 
because this is foretelling that she's going to have bad luck upon her mission. if she Just meets, to run into another woman. It is. But if she meets a man first, she may confidently expect good luck where she's going. Interesting. All right. For the man, it says, if a man starts upon a mission and he first meets a man, he should turn back. Ill luck awaits him. If he first meets a woman, it's going to be a good omen for it. So they're just trying to get people married here? That's what it sounds like. Now, it goes on even further here. It says, if a person starts anywhere, and how many times have you done this? You're going somewhere and you go, ah, I got my cell phone. You turn around in the middle of the road and you go back home. Exactly. So what do you do in the mountain days? It says, if a person starts anywhere and has to turn back for any reason, he should be sure to make a cross mark in the road on the spot that he does it. I mean, back then, this could have been in a darn wagon. It could have been. And on unpaved roads. Think about it. You're beating your rear end to death. You are a man. You run into another man. You're like, oh, shucks. I got to turn around and go back. And then I got to put a mark in the road? Oh, and no, no, that wouldn't do it. You got to spit on it, too, in the center of the road where you turn around. And then did they have to go out a different door? Yeah, you go back to the house after you get whatever it is that you forgot, and you cannot go out the same door that you went out the first time. Now, if your house only has one door, I'm sorry for you. It's just bad luck. It's coming your way. (laughs) But I mean, how do we get so caught up on what's one? We're not supposed to stand under a ladder. Yeah, that's a common one. Or what's the one that we all know about where, I mean, we all know this. You're not supposed to open an umbrella inside a home or dwelling or a building. Right. That's, That's bad, bad luck. But you know, I got to thinking about that. And while we've been talking about superstitions that are southern in nature we know they exist everywhere i mean we could talk to people that have the same exact superstitions whether they're up north in another country whatever else but we sure have our share of dumb ones in the south no doubt but you know there are other superstitions that exist in other countries like one for example uh if you're making a toast you know, like with the, we talked about New Year's. Right. You know, where we're going to have the champagne. And, you know, it's customary where at the strike of midnight that starts New Year's Day, you know, you're going to have that celebratory clink of the champagne glasses. Right. Even if you just have grape juice or you have that one gulp of champagne and you call it a night or whatever else. And then you have the customary kiss and then you hope that you're going to have good fortune, especially if you eat the black eyed peas and the, and the greens and that sort of thing for New Year's Day. But this says that in Greece, it's bad luck to toast with water, that Greeks follow ancient mythology and toast to the dead with water. So, you never clink your aqua glasses with the living to celebrate. Huh. But hey, one more reason to opt for a glass of wine or beer instead. So, they do drink a lot over there, don't they? Oh, they do. But I'm just saying that that's to celebrate the dead. So, Mm. the last thing you want to be doing is clinking a glass with somebody else with water. So, interesting enough, here's another one that says, and again, that's in Greece. So, the number four, okay, anything jump out at you as the number four? No, I I can't say that it does. I mean, the 13, you would think Friday 13, but not four. Well, this says, it's highly unlikely you'll stay in a room number 404 in a Chinese hotel. That's because the number four 
is considered to be very unlucky. It sounds similar to the word death. Doesn't mean, but... I don't get it either, but I guess Chinese, the pronunciation for uh, the number four sounds like death. Many buildings skip the fourth floor entirely, although there may be technically maybe a fourth floor that's been relabeled as the fifth floor. You may even notice that this superstition in Las Vegas, where many hotels and casinos adopt this superstition out of their difference to their Chinese guests. Didn't know that. I know there's a lot of hotels that don't have the 13th floor. Many buildings don't. Exactly. And I guess it's the same thing with the number four. Or here's a crazy one that Spain has, eating grapes at midnight. Oh, do it all the time. I mean, you know. Exactly. That's the first thing I want at midnight is grapes. But I do love grapes. In Spain and in many parts of Latin America, you're more likely to eat grapes at the stroke of midnight on New Year's Eve than enjoying a bubbly drink made from them. Legend has it that if you eat 12 grapes within the first 12 seconds of midnight, you'll have 12 lucky months in the new year. Hmm. Of course, if you choke on number 12, you may disprove this superstition. I'm going to go ahead and stick with the black-eyed peas. I think they're better. Okay, well, here's one that says, you want to live dangerously in Korea? Sleep with a fan on. A popular belief is that sleeping with a fan on can lead to death, especially in children or the elderly. A superstition, this superstition is so strong that Chun Rim, a professor at the Department of Nuclear and Quantum Energy at the Korea Advanced Institute of Science and Technology, ran an experiment with his sleeping daughter and a fan, checking her vitals throughout the night while she slept under a fan. Now, there's a side note that said she survived. But again, it's superstitions to a lot of people are just nothing more than hogwash. Well, I use a fan every night. I I have to have the sound. I like the sound of uh, silence. Well, a superstition, I mean, especially people in the South, a lot of them have to uh, have a fan just out of necessity. Drown out the crickets. Exactly. Or maybe they don't have central air and heat. You, you, You never know. But anyway, but it just says the power that superstitions have like somebody that will be uh, an athlete they'll wear a lucky shirt okay i'll well, we do that they win they're gonna wear that same lucky shirt again now i have a thing where i may wear the same hat you know i win a tennis match i'm gonna go back to that same hat now that doesn't mean i'm not gonna wash that hat but some people are so superstitious they don't want to wash it <laughs> they want the same item I'm smelly they don't care because in their mind, it brings them good luck. That just tells you how passionate we are about either bad luck or good luck being associated with these superstitions. You know, I take the same path every morning when I get up. I go the same route. I don't go a different way in the kitchen. I go the exact same way to my coffee pot. I don't know why. I don't think it's a superstitious, but I never break that tradition either. Well, it's almost Does that make like, sense? Yeah, but it's almost like you're subconsciously thinking that that's the path 
that starts my day. It is, and I guess that's why I do it. Now, I ran up on some more Southern things here that uh, that, that makes you kind of giggle that okay. some people just really believe by. Do not sing before breakfast or you will cry before night. Do you catch yourself wanting to sing before breakfast? Yeah. Okay. Well, don't do it anymore because you'll be crying before the day <laughs> is out. And they even use this in the movie, um, It's a Wonderful Life, of giving the salt uh, to the new homeowners. Do you remember the scene where oh, they yeah, give and them the bread. Going for bread? Yeah. Yeah, they say that, what does it say here? Salt and pepper should be the first articles to be taken into a new house or one that you're going to occupy for the first time for good luck. What does it mean if you're right ear birds, Terry? If I do what? If your right ear is burning and you got a little itch to it, a little burn to it. Somebody's coming? Nope, it means that somebody's saying something good about you. Huh. Now, if your left ear burns, uh-oh. Somebody's somebody saying something bad. Bad about you. I, I would have never thought that, but now you know. Now, I could buy the one that says, what was the one about if you sing in the morning? Yeah, you'll cry before night. I think that may need to read, if I sing before morning, somebody will be crying before night <laughs> because I can't sing. But as far as that being a superstition where something bad's going to follow, I don't know. Now, the darlings believe in it, but I don't know that I do. So what was the one about the fishing? Never count your fish while you're fishing or you'll have bad luck not catching any more fish. It's kind of like gambling. Never count your money at the table while you're playing. Okay. It's bad luck for you. Okay, gotcha. So wonder why all these superstitions ever got started. I mean... Did your grandparents have things that they just really felt like, I mean, we're going to do this religiously. We are not going to fail from doing this because we believe in it. I believe they did. I, I truly believe they fell along with that. Of You have to do this or life's going to be bad for you. Let's get into some other things that have been brought up with, with these different things. Uh, let's see here. It's bad luck to light a cigarette. With the same match, to light three cigarettes with the same match. <laughs> and I know the answer to that. And why is that? You're going to burn your hand to death. I mean, <laughs> you're going to burn your fingers trying to, who wants to, I mean, it gets down to the end. You need to be putting that sucker out. I don't care about lighting three cigarettes. But here's the thing. After you said that, I can't remember the last time I saw a book of matches anywhere. Have, have you seen any lately? Yeah, you can buy them. But you in, can? Yeah, and every once in a while you'll go to an establishment and they'll have a book of matches. But you are right. I mean, think about it. It's disappearing. Well, because you can't really smoke in many places anymore. So the purpose of buying cigarettes that has advertisement of that, whatever the, if it's a restaurant or whatever else, just doesn't have any appeal anymore. Do you remember the thing that the cool kids could take the match and just take it with their finger and flick it and yeah. light it with your hand? Yeah. Pretty cool stuff there. Yes. Did you ever learn how to do it? No. Burnt myself a lot. I'll go ahead and admit that. So in other words, you never uh, were able to light three cigarettes all up with <laughs> no, one match. I never did. Now, another big tradition that is primarily in the South, you've always heard about your Easter clothes. Your oh, you always Easter had to clothes. go get some new duds before yeah. you were going to have go to Easter. In fact, for a lot of people in the South, I mean, and this is way back when, I mean, they counted on that because that was going to be the only new outfit they got, and that was an outfit that they were going to wear for Easter Sunday. Yeah. I mean, you had to be looking good for Easter Sunday. Everybody went out and got new suit. Guys got either a new shirt, or if you were lucky, you got a new shirt, pair of pants. Women always got, and girls got a new dress. I mean, and the new shoes. That was something that you always look forward to. It's supposed to bring good luck for the rest of the year if you do that. Now, if you wear something used, it's not supposed to. You're not supposed to have good luck. 
So it's something to think on come Easter. Now, another thing, I know you've seen this. Uh, you walk in homes, and above the door, what's what's there? It's tacked up there. I'll give you a hint. I don't know. Horseshoe. Oh, okay. It's always the horseshoe brings good luck to you, and that's why they're, it'll keep nightmares away. Hmm. So if you've got a horseshoe, always turn it the opposite way there, and it'll bring good luck. Now, have you got a horseshoe above your threshold or whatever? No, I don't. Now that you bring that, I do not. I, I have a horseshoe somewhere that I've kept, but I, I, I don't have one above the door. Okay. Doesn't quite fit with the decor around okay, here. Yeah, and she probably put a halt to that. <laughs> Let's do some other things. This one, I don't know. If this borderlines, I've never heard it, but maybe it works for some people. Cutting your fingernails on a Friday night or Saturday night will bring bad luck to you. You know, it all—it honestly sounds like what we're going over is a lot of things that will bring bad luck. Yeah, there are some bad things out there. And I'm wondering, did we do all these things, and that's why we ended up with COVID-19? We got a lot of people <laughs> cutting fingernails and washing clothes on New Year's Day, and you name it. That's why we're in this uh, spell we're in right now. Well, there's there's ways also to counter bad luck. How many times have you heard the thing, we're not going to if you don't have wood, knock on plastic real quick. I do it all the time. Yeah. You know, the, you say something or something really happens, goes your way, and you don't want to jinx it. First thing you do is to knock on wood. That doesn't happen again. So let me knock on wood. There you go. Another thing, the wishbone. Do you remember, you know, you... Oh, as a kid, I loved yeah. doing that. And whoever you, gets the long end is good got, luck. Yes, had good luck. Or I, the one about tossing the salt over your shoulder. Yeah, now, that's an old one. Did that come from the Bible? I don't know. You know, where he told her not to look back, she was turned to salt. That's exactly right. That's what I think. Not 100%, but somebody check me on that one. Uh, I've always heard if your nose is itching, somebody's coming with a hole in the britches to see you. <laughs> I have heard that. I've heard that somebody's coming to visit you if your nose is Didn't itching. Didn't have the, the hole. I've always heard it was a hole in the britches. No, I hadn't heard Since the hole in the britches thing. Knee high. Another thing, if your palm itches, that's supposed to be good luck. I don't understand that one, but they say it's supposed to be good luck. In 2019, Scotty, they did a poll just talking about superstitions. All right. Americans were asked if they were superstitious. Okay, well, what'd they say? 35% could say they definitely were not. Okay. So 65% either said that they were or they just really didn't know. That's a high number. Yes. And that explains why you have so many people that do the things that we do. Either we're aware of it or we're not. Just like you saying that you walk the same path to your coffee pot every morning. And you said you're not aware of it, but yeah. you do it. I will not veer off that path. If I start to, I back up. And then there are other people out there that live by these superstitions. And I thought it was interesting that we've talked about a few. Like one of them was walking under a ladder Ooh, you can't the, do that well and the reason that they say that is that there's actually some truth or a reason more of a, a religious reason because they said back in ancient time religions believed that the triangle is the symbol for life and since an open ladder forms a triangle walking through the triangle tempts the fates well, I guess that explains it. And, and a lot of this is stuff that we can't explain today. It's just been passed down and passed down and passed down. And when you asked your parents or your grandparents, they just said, well, you just you just don't. Right. It's just bad luck. But a lot of this has some interesting origins, like broken mirrors. 
many religions believe that a mirror shows the reflection of our soul. Now, how many years of bad luck is it if you bust one? Well, it just says Mm. that breaking a mirror can have dire consequences. Don't worry, though. There's a simple and absolutely not at all wacky way to reverse your luck. Just gather up every single piece of the broken mirror and bury it under the moonlight. See, I've always heard if you bust a mirror, it's seven years of bad luck that you cannot get rid of. Well, this says you better be out in the moonlight. You better be burying it. And then another one was Friday the 13th. All of us have said bad things happen on Friday the 13th. Look at how many movies have been made on Friday the 13th. So that guess who was Judas was the 13th guest at the Last Supper. So there is your number 13, why it's so bad. Exactly. I did not realize that. I know. And step on a crack, break your mama's back. For a long time, many folks believed that cracks in the ground were portals to another dimension. As such, stepping on one tempted evil spirits to the other side. And that's more terrifying than getting hurt. Hurting someone. And what's more terrifying than getting hurt? Hurting someone you love. So you don't want to step on a crack, because that would break Mama's back. <laughs> there you go. Well, a few of those explain that. that uh, that's interesting about Judas, though. Very interesting. So while we don't necessarily understand all of these superstitions, some of them do have religious backgrounds in yeah. how they originated. So, Scotty, you know, we've been talking about good luck, bad luck, just right. superstitions in general. Well, I got a little story that I want to tell you. All right. Okay, a woman's husband had been slipping in and out of a coma for several months, yet she had stayed by his bedside every day. Mm. That's a dedicated woman. It is. One day when he came to, he motioned her to come nearer. He whispered, his eyes full of tears. He said, you know what? You have been with me all through the bad times. When I got fired, you were there. When my business failed, you were there. When I got shot, you were by my side. When our house burnt down, you were there. When my health started failing, you were by my side. You know what? What, dear? She gently asked. I think you're bad luck, he said. I'd say that was the problem. I think so. But to be on the safe side, knock on wood, buy a rabbit's foot, keep anything handy as we head off into 2021. And I wish you the best of luck. We hope you enjoyed our podcast and will continue to listen more. We promise to provide stories that intrigue you, provide a little humor, reflect our heritage and culture, whether it's strange and alarming. Please leave us a review and let us know how we're doing. Let us know whether you liked or disliked. Do you have a story to share? If so, we'd like to hear from you. Please email us at comments at secretsfromthesouth.com and provide a brief description of your story along with contact information and we'll be in touch. Until next time, well, you know a secret? Well, I hope you know not to leave your hat on the bed or wear yellow to a rodeo. 
and don't dare eat both end pieces of the loaf bread. And the list goes on and on. 